welcome to the last three brain cells here. I am Sammy Terramina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, the host of OA Now, and one of the hosts of Tween Terramina's on Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd um, like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice. Um, Ian, you are technically back this week. You were on assignment. You're now babysitting. You're a new, new young, young one. So, Ian, welcome. Thank you, Sam. I'm on assignment covering baby Marlowe this week. Of course. I mean, like, obviously, you know, when you have the little one, you know what I mean? That matters. You know what I mean? Yep. Time so, is of the essence. Oh, sure it is. I mean, like, we know that. I mean, like, your fantasy football team fell to one and six this week, um, losing to Don't my uncle. Me. And then I ended up going five and Dear two. God. But it's been a real hectic week for me, obviously, with all the social technology stuff all week. So, you know, so I'm... Trying to get back in the mood in the thick of it. You know what I mean? At least at least nobody hacked your lineup, right? Nobody at least hacked my lineup. You know what I mean? I'm really thankful for that. Um, obviously, let's look at, of course, um, let's recap the games from last week, obviously. Um, what games really inspired you from last week? Well, early on, I targeted that Patriots and Jets game. Why is and that? I'll... Because that's fantasy, he- fantasy heaven? Well, when you need a defense... You know, that's a good time to pick up whoever's playing the Jets. Yes. Um, if you needed a, a QB, Mac Jones wasn't bad. He was serviceable there. Yes. Um, and it's always tricky with the New England running backs. So. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's a head scratch for me. I mean, like, any, I tend to stay away from the Patriot running backs because you don't know what Coach Bill Belichick's going to do. He's going to give you, it's going to give it, it's a, basically it's a timeshare. You know what I mean? So. That's what it is with the Patriots. I mean, Mac Jones was a really good quarterback play last week. Um, I know their Jets starting quarterback, um, Allen, he got hurt. Um, he got hurt last week. I mean, like, didn't think that would happen. Um, yeah, they're starting some guy named Mike White this week. Who the heck is that guy? Mike White? No clue. No clue. Um, but I do trust the Jets running back. I trust Carter. Um, I do trust Carter. Um, Chase, I mean, like, um, you know, their wide receiver, their big time receiver, um, that they got from Tennessee. I don't Corey love Davis. Corey Davis. I don't love him at all. I mean, like, you know, so when you really look at that game, recapping that game from last week, it was really good if he had a Patriot who went off last week, especially New England's defense. Exactly. I mean, like, and then, um, other games that really were impressive. I was shocked about the San Francisco Seattle game. How, even though I and thought I was Indy. Oh, Indy. Sorry. I have my brain's all messed up, <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, um, that game, obviously, um, Carson Wentz had a pretty nice day. Um, Jonathan Taylor had a nice day. Um, Duable yeah, Samuel. Dable Samuel had a really nice day as well. I mean, obviously, you know, when you look at that game, I mean, like, just, I was impressed with all the fancy scoring from that game in the rain. I mean, like, just really insane. You know what I mean? How that came well, out. Well, what's up overall with San Fran? I mean, you know, they're I, supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. They're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, but they really haven't gotten the job done. I mean, like, even though. And it even started against the Lions, where I thought that they had some they had some trouble with the Lions. I mean, they had to hold them off. I mean, like, and then San Fran's got a quarterback controversy a little bit with Guafalo and um and um Mac Jones. I mean, and um no, and they're um 
in there. Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. Man, my brain's all messed up today. Um, but You're only working on two brain cells today, huh? Yeah, I'm only working on two. So, but um, obviously, when you look at who do you think should be, do you think Guapo should be the quarterback going forward, or do you think you're going to go with Trey Lance? Well, it's tough. They uh, threw Lance into a a tough situation. You know, I know Jimmy G was hurt when Lance got his start, but Lance has no experience, like none. No, he doesn't. Limited college experience is against, you know, very subpar, very, very little, if any, NFL talent. But that's why Stanford. Um, I don't know why San Francisco drafted him, though. You know, if if they if they felt that he wasn't ready. You know, maybe learn under Jimmy G. I mean, like, you know, but to me, I think Guapo is the best option for San Francisco's quarterback situation. I mean, you know, and then the running back slots, a big time question mark. I mean, Dwayne Samuels really, um, really performed well, but I want to know what the heck's going on with Brandon Anouk. I mean, like, what in the heck is going on with him? I mean, I'm seeing him dropped all over the place in leagues. He's dropped. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, um, I picked him up last week. You know, just say, okay, give me whatever you can get. And it gives me one point. It gives me one point. And I'm not happy about that at all. <laughs> you know? It's like. That's tough. It's tough. I get it. It's just, but still, it's no excuse. You know? Right. I, no uh, excuse for that type of player to really struggle the way he's been. I mean, obviously. True. I mean, there's no excuse. Um, a ga- Another game, you know what I mean? Like. I thought was really interesting to watch was um the Rams Lions game. I mean that was very odd to figure that out. You know, it was a fun game, no? It was a fun game, yes. I mean like Marlo said it was a fun game. Except you know when Stafford does all the comebacks when he was with the Lions this time he did it against the Lions. Um, I really well, like I really like what Dan Campbell did going gambling a lot. You know sometimes you know they work sometimes they don't. Yeah, and they, I mean, overall, I like their game plan. Their defense, the Lions, is mm-hmm. bad at giving up big plays still, but getting yeah. better at hanging in there and making it hard. I mean, you look at the first possession for the Rams after mm-hmm. the half, they punted. Yeah. That's something you always, always want to try to do, which the Lions have a hard time doing, Absolutely. forcing an opponent to punt in a big situation. So. I'm impressed with the defense, particularly uh, the front seven. You know what I was also impressed where with? Where they were. You know what I was also impressed with, Ian? Was Matthew Stafford after the I think it was during the game or after the game, saying, like, I'm a big fan of the Detroit Lions. Um, if you go on Twitter, I mean, I know there was a clip of Stafford, like, praising the defense. You know what I mean? Getting better. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was really impressed by that. You know, it's just. You know, he still has a heart to the Lions. I know they're struggling. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he still has a heart to the Lions. You know what I mean? And the fans of Detroit, you know, especially with what they've been going through. Right. I think he and the league recognize, you know, the roster's terrible, but the attitude and I guess the style of play or the heart is what's changing. And hopefully that foundation is laid when more players, more talent starts to get in. And that's the question, you know, you got to look at the Lions' talent pool. Obviously, there's not a lot of talent this year. I mean, next year, but you got next year when you have the draft, obviously the Lions have two first-round picks. Um, 
I really think if the if the Lions can hit a home run here, I think they could do some damage. You know what I mean? The next few years, they could. I mean, well, they got to keep having good draft classes. Their draft class now is decent. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more from a couple guys, but you know, their first and second year players are doing pretty well, and that's who you want mm-hmm. to be leading this. Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that's where the Lions' situation at right now. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, obviously, with the Lions, obviously. It's still Swift and Hawkinson, obviously, are the two you got to trust. And Hawkinson, Hawkinson's a tough start. I know it's a tough start, but you got to start him. You know what I mean? You think you know. he'd pop one day, but Goff has been not good getting him the ball. No. And you got to also look at, on the Rams side of things, you obviously would cup. Robert Woods is a really interesting player. Um, You also got... um. I mean, besides Cup, I mean, like, running games from really outstanding Darrell Henderson, I think he's really done a really good job this year at running back. Um, I mean, so when you really look at the Rams, I mean, like, there's some guys you can definitely trust on that lineup. You know what I mean? You can definitely throw in there, and they'll give you points. Even their tight end, Higby? Yeah, Higby can give you something. Robert Woods can give you something. Um, Robert Woods has been slow to start, but he's had some nice games and has been – Getting the ball more. I gotta figure out who their third straight, her, their third receiver is. I mean, like obviously Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. That's the one I'm thinking. He's been pretty good for them lately. He's been really good for them. I mean, they're, they they uh they've been great. And Cooper Cup has been, you know, it's hard to watch him and him beat your team, but mm-hmm. he's been outstanding. And then you have Green Bay, obviously Green Bay, Washington, obviously Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, um. But Devontae Adams could be a really interesting one because I know he went on a COVID nineteen protocol the other this week. So that well, was really their game. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play tomorrow against the Cardinals. I don't think he next. will. I mean, like, so if you really have, so if you're really looking at Green Bay's lineup, they don't really have besides Devontae Adams, they don't have that second or third well known name wide receiver that could really go off. You know, and then Arizona, we know they got a really good defense. I mean, that's yeah. not counting Kyler Murray or um, that's not counting Kyler Murray or um, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins has really made me impressed the last two weeks, obviously, with the play he's made. Well, think about their whole offense, especially mm-hmm. their ball catchers. You know, they just got Zach Ertz for crying out loud. Yeah, I know, and I think that was AJ something. Green. I mean, they're deep. Yeah, they're deep. I mean, like, and that's the thing. And they have Kyler Murray. Um. I would still think that that running game slot, you know, I think it's very interesting because there's two guys in there. I mean, like for Arizona, that's, I mean, James Conner's been having a really nice year. Um, and then you got, um, I got to figure the other guy is in that lineup. Um, oh yeah. I can't think of either. Yeah. But I, I just think that, um, with Arizona, you know, they got everything, they got a potential playoff team in the making here, obviously. I mean, well, do you think they are the class of the NFC or the Rams better? The I think it, better? I think the Rams right now are still the class the NF, or the NF class the NFC because of Stafford. Um, but Kyler Murray's pretty close there. I mean, pretty pretty close. I mean, they still got to play. Um, I don't. They played already once this year. I mean, like, um, but it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. I mean, but probably the game that shocked me the most and I think I don't know if this would be with you there's two of them um Kansas City and Tennessee was a shocker and then Cincinnati and Baltimore yeah that was those were both shockers for me I mean 
Kansas City, I never seen my dad so shocked. You know what I mean? Because he has Mahomes in the cheetah. Um, <laughs> and the way that te- Kansas City played in that game was just utter. They got skunked. They got skunked. They got killed by Tennessee. I couldn't believe it. I mean, no touchdowns, right? No, I mean, Mahomes got shut down. I mean, the cheetah got shut down. Um, you know, and then you look at it on Tennessee's side. I mean, like, A.J. Brown caught a couple touchdowns. Tannehill looked great. Um, basically, um, basically it was basically it was head scratching for me. You know what I mean? To see Tennessee how they did that to Kansas City was just absolutely insane. You know, Tennessee is confusing because they've beaten Kansas City and Buffalo. Who else did they beat? Buffalo. Who? Buffalo. And Buffalo, but they lost to the Jets. How do you lose? I know the a lot Jets. of people were out. How do you they, lose? They had a lot of people out, but still. Yeah, but still, you don't lose the Jets. That's that's terrible. Um, but I just cannot believe how they beat Kansas City. I mean, just really impressive how they beat them. Um, Derrick Henry's been a star, obviously. Um, he's been a beast. Um, AJ Brown. But the thing they gotta get is um, is um, you know, who was that wide receiver they picked up in the offseason from Atlanta? Was that Julio Jones? Julio Jones. Yeah, they gotta get Julio Jones going. I think that um, if you get Julio Jones going on the other side, then AJ Brown's gonna be just oh boy. <laughs> The Tennessee's got right. a maker. But I was just impressed with the Tennessee defense, how they played, though, in that game against Kansas City. Just really and that impressed. was their problem last year, while they weren't a serious contender. Right, was because of that defense. I mean, you know, that defense was absolutely anemic. But now they're starting to get better. I mean, like, and that's a good thing um, for Tennessee. Um, probably the biggest hat stretch for me was Cincinnati and Baltimore. Um, now, I didn't Crazy. expect this. I didn't expect Lamar Jackson to get shut down like that, or Baltimore's defense giving up over 30 points. Now, yes, Cincinnati's really good. They got um Joe Burrow and Jameer Chase, the LSU connection. Um, but I just did not expect that to happen. You know what I mean? Didn't expect that to happen. They were very good defense in Baltimore of all pl- of all places. Right. The way Baltimore manhandled the Chargers the week mm-hmm. prior, and to come out and get manhandled themselves at home. Uh, was very surprising. It was shocking, to say the least, what happened there. I mean, it was just shocking. Very, very... I would agree. You know, so very shocking. How, how real is Cincinnati, then? I think Cincinnati's a serious contender in the North. I mean, obviously, you know, you still got Pittsburgh. You know, you don't know what Pittsburgh... You know, they're... they're. I, you don't know if they're stale or not. I mean, Baltimore's Baltimore. Um, Cleveland, you know, they're not the same team without Baker Mayfield. I still can't believe that Case Keenum did very well in that game um, last Thursday night. Um, right. You know, so when you look at the AFC North, for me, until Baker Mayfield comes back when it comes to Cleveland, I just don't know if I can trust Cleveland. Um, and then when you look at Denver, same thing. I mean, Denver, I, I can't trust Denver. You know what I mean? Even though they got Teddy Bridgewater. Um, they don't really have a true number one back there, even though Melvin Gordon's trying to be the number one back there. Um, Cordelius Patterson, right. you know what I mean? Solid at receiver, but, you know, but. Yeah, Denver, they have a good defense. Their offense is Their defense okay. is good there. Yeah, their offense is okay. I mean, like, you know, 
I don't know if the quarterback spot is the problem there in Denver, but I, I think Teddy Bridgewater. Huh? You think it is? That's part, it's part of the problem. Part of the problem. Because Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't think Teddy is, you know, mm-hmm. he's not a top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily a difference maker. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, but you never know. I mean, like, but, um, and then at Cleveland's case, you know, Baker Mayfield out a couple more weeks, that shoulder injury just, you know, you got to go to Case Keenum. I'm going like, why? Why? Case Keenum. Right. You know? So it's Case Keenum versus Teddy Bridgewater this weekend. Is that That was last weekend. Who's who's Cleveland play this week? Uh, Let me look. You know, let me look. Um, obviously, um, obviously, my weeks rolled up. Yeah, let me get my weeks rolled up too. I mean, like it's been a heck of a week here, obviously. But um, NFL. Let's see, NFL week six. I can see Baby Marlow in the um in the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keeping you in line, I I guess. Oh, uh, she's trying to go down for a nap soon. I think we'll see. Oh goodness gracious! Um, okay, week eight, we got. We got week eight to talk about and what fancy implications they are. Um, Cleveland is playing, let's see, Pittsburgh. Steelers. Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brutal matchup for, brutal match for Case Keenum. You know what I mean? Just brutal matchup. Well, to be honest, uh, you know, Pittsburgh doesn't really push the ball down the field either. No, they so. don't. And it's kind of a similar type offense with a backup quarterback. I, they're still going to rely on that run game. I think Nick Chubb might be back. Yes. Is that correct? I think so. And then you got to wow. look at, obviously, other teams like Chicago. They don't look very good at all. They were just swamped by Tampa Bay. I mean, Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brady. Yeah. Brady. Oh, yeah. I need to know. Chicago's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not good. They're trash. No. And then Miami, Tua's back. You know what I mean? I heard he had a nice game last week, Mike. Public league team took a loss this week because of Tua. I just picked him up in our league, Sam, because Russ is still out. I need somebody. Yeah, so you need a quarterback, and I think Tua will be good. What do you think about Tua's matchup this weekend? It's a tough one. It's a difficult matchup for Tua going up against um, I'm Buffalo. He's going against Buffalo. I think that's not a good matchup for Tua. I'm going up against them. That's a killer matchup. Now, I think what's going to help a lot of owners this week is a lot of people are back, you know, from the bye week. Um, if you have right. Dallas, if you have Buffalo, you have, um, you know, you know Philadelphia, obviously Jalen Hurts really played well in that game. Um, you know, but now they get the Lions this week, so that'll be really interesting. I'm curious to see how Miles Sanders is, obviously, with the injury he took. Um, I picked him as backup right. Kenneth Goodwill. Um, so uh-huh. for insurance, so that'll be something to keep a very close eye on. Um, we ready to, we, are we ready to go for the, um, the preview of the week eight matchups for the NFL season? Let's roll. All right. Um, Thursday night, we got, um, Thursday night, we got the power of cheese, green Bay heading to Arizona to take on the, um, Cardinals. Um, that's an eight twenty game. Um, Fantasy people to watch for, obviously, on Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I think that's a good play this week. If you have him, you're going to have to start without him. Without Devontae? Huh? You think that's all right without Devontae Adams? 
I think it's a dang, it's a risk play, but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, though. You know what I mean? And you know this. Aaron sure. Rodgers can make magic come out. He can he can get it. He can he can. He's like a magic wizard. You know what I mean? He can create mag. He can create. He can create a star player out of nowhere. And I think that's something you got to keep an eye on. Now Arizona's got yeah. a good defense. So let's not forget that they got a very good defense, and it's on grass. So. And then you look at on the other side for Arizona, you're obviously starting Kyler Murray. You're starting um oh, you're, yeah. I would I would trust Connor, James Connor at running back. Um I would also trust um both receivers that Arizona has, start them with confidence. I mean, you know, because I don't trust Green Bay secondary too much. So if you have any Cardinal starters, start them. You know what I mean? Are you leaning that way too, Spoon? Oh, definitely, man. Until they prove otherwise, you got to roll with the Cardinals. Yeah, you got to roll with the Bird Gang. Yeah, you got to word. You got to roll with the Redbirds. You know, obviously, that's the thing you got to look at. You got to roll with the Redbird Gang. Um, and then we go to the one o'clock games. Um, how about Carolina and Atlanta? This got this has got high scoring game written all over it. You know, this is. You think so? Yeah, I do. I mean, Sam Darnold's. You know, a quarterback. I mean, like, I know they don't. I know they don't have run CMC. Um, I think Chase Hubbard's been very suitable for them, reliable for them. Um, yes. But you know, and I think the receiving core could be. The, I think, and then you look at Atlanta. You know, Matt Ryan's been playing good for them. I mean, like, obviously, you know, this could be an interesting match. This could be. This has got shootout written over. What about you? What are you thinking? Well, I'm confused because. Carolina started off 3-0. Yes. I don't think they've won a game since. And they got smoked by the Giants. I still you cannot know, understand uh, how they got smoked by the Giants, especially when they have no Saquon Barkley. No Daniel. Right. You know, Daniel Jones has been Daniel Jones. I don't understand why. Right. Sam Darnold got pulled. Um, he got I, benched? I, I don't know. He got yeah, benched. he got benched. That's correct. Oh, my goodness. Um. So I don't know. It's tough to bounce back from that. I would think Atlanta would be a good team to do so. Divisional matchup, Atlanta's not very good. Their offense is, but they give up points. So it could be a shootout. Uh, but that that offense, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, to me, they can get back on track. It's, how did how did bet how did they get benched? I mean, how did Sam Darnold get benched? I mean, like two weeks ago, it was really good for them. I mean, you know, you look- put up three points, man. You got you got benched. Good lord. Good grief. So now that's a big one for Carolina. Um, Tennessee and Indianapolis. This one could be really interesting. Um, I would obviously start Tua against Indy's defense. Um, now what's going to help Tua is that game's wait, wait, indoors. Wait, time out, time out. Okay. Indy, Indy versus Tennessee. No, Indy's taking on um, Tennessee. Yep, Indianapolis and Tennessee. All right, you said start Tua, though. Oh, no, sorry. Jesus, my brain's all messed up today, Ian. That game's got shootout right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another division matchup that is a, it I think is. a good one because Indy's starting to play better. Yes. Carson Wentz has been playing. Carson Wentz has been outstanding for them. You know, he's been playing well for them. Jonathan Taylor's been playing great football. Um, you know, so when you really look at it here with Indianapolis, they're starting to get a groove, and then. And then on Tennessee side, obviously, you know, I would trust every Titan this week against the Colts. Um, you know, and then on Indianapolis' side, Carson Wentz and um, 
Jonathan Taylor, but the guy I'm keeping a real close eye on this week, um, he didn't play last week at all, was T.Y. I mean, right. T.Y., I think, is Indianapolis' best pass catcher. I really do think that, you know. Where's that game at? It's at um, Lucas Oil. Okay, so indoors. Indoors. And he's got the home crowd. And he's got the home crowd. Um, Tennessee's traveling. Be a good game. I really think it'll be a really good game between those two teams. Um, I agree. So any so any suggestions who you're starting this week if you have um Indy or Tennessee players? You know I, I'm like you said I'll start everyone I got from Tennessee. You know if I have players from there, mm-hmm. uh, that that scares me starting Indy players the way Tennessee has gone through their gauntlet and kicked butt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I still would I st- I would trust Taylor and I would trust Carson Wentz in the in those games. Yeah. I would trust both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just would like to see a little more consistency from Indy's receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if T Y comes back, together. if T Y comes back, that's gonna be they're a difference maker. I think T Y comes back, Indianapolis is a much different team. You know what I mean? Being flat out honest with you. No you doubt. know? Um let's go now. Speaking of that, it was Miami. Going to Buffalo. I mean, like, Tua's taking on the Bills. Bills are back healthy. I'm really excited. Josh Allen, Emmanuel Sanders. um, The running back situation's still a mess there. I mean, and then you look at, of course, Miami, obviously, with Tua, their quarterback. Um, This one could be interesting. You know what I mean? But everything points to Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Buffalo, with their, you know, the exception to the loss against Tennessee, they are, you know, they're a team on a mission. They're uh, mm-hmm. uh, an AFC championship contender. Yes. Essentially a Super Bowl contender. So They're the reason why my I, team is pretty good in fantasy. Yeah. And I don't see Miami winning. I no. see perhaps maybe Tua continuing to play well. Yeah. What about Jalen Waddle? Uh, what about him? What about Jalen Waddle? You know what I mean? Like, he was drafted high. He really hasn't been productive. Right. You know? right. It's tough to go with these guys when they don't have a track record. No, they uh, don't have a track record. Whereas Buffalo, on the other hand, has a track record. I mean, obviously, right. you know, with Josh Allen, you got Emmanuel Sanders there. You got him, Stephon Diggs. I mean, like, any bill you're starting this week, the running back situation can be really interesting because of right. you got Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Um, would you trust Devin Singletary this week? Would you? Oh, man. I would uh, because Miami's defense hasn't been, I guess, what we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. At this point, they've not been bad, but they haven't been. I don't think they took a step forward from last year. So no, I don't I think start- both okay. guys, if I had either one, uh, but Singletary is hard for me to figure out. Yeah, I know he's a bit inconsistent. Very inconsistent. I mean, like, and I think you know, I and I know the guy on our team who has Singletary. Of course, it's Anthony Terramina, our co-host on BT. I mean, like, I know it's been driving him nuts. You know what I mean? That you know, Singletary hasn't been really playing good football. I mean, so that's something right. that you got to look at. So that's a big time concern for me. But every bill I am starting this week, um, obviously Josh Allen, 
I mean, every bill starting with confidence this week going against Miami. Is that what is that what the game plan is for you? Yeah, I can dig that. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got our next game here is Cincinnati at New York. The Jets. Um, I am star. I just picked up Cincinnati's defense this week. I'm starting nice. them with confidence because what yeah. the? I mean, the Jets' best option this week is Marcellus Carter, the running back. I think he's their best <sighs> option. You know, because they're not going to get anything in the passing game, um, especially without um about the rookie quarterback. And then you look right. at and then you look at Cincinnati who's rolling right now. Mix has been playing good. Um Joe Burrow's been playing good. Um Chase has really been playing good. Um curious to see where um is it tri- I mean like Cincinnati's other receivers. Um curious to see where they're at besides Chase. I mean Chase has been their number one guy. Trey Higgins has been a real interesting one for Cincinnati, you know what I mean, for owners. I mean, he's had good weeks and he's had some rough weeks. So what is the thoughts on Trey Higgins? I don't know. Boyd and Higgins both are tough. Um, Higgins to me is more of a big play guy. Mm -hmm. Those are hard to rely on. Uh, They have big play receivers. Jamar Chase is. He can pop one off. He's also pretty consistent. So I don't know. Uh, Joe Mixon even is a bit of a puzzle. Not this week, perhaps, but um, I don't know. They have they have people that they can stick in there. You know, sure. if their main guy isn't rolling, they have backups. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just hard to gauge that team with with the exception of Burrow and Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah, that's that's understandable. I mean. But when you have when your team like Cincinnati, I mean, like who just went into Baltimore and just annihilated them, you know? Do you think? Right. I don't think there's going to be a letdown this week in the Letterlands. I just don't think there's going to be a letdown. I'd be shocked if there's a letdown. You know what I mean? You know, right? What I mean? It's a risk. It's always a risk. The up down theory in the NFL is mm-hmm. alive and well, but I I don't see how you can take a team. And lose that much focus where you go in and you lose. Yeah, I, I don't see that. So if you have Cincinnati players, start them. The Jets, I'm the only one I'm trusting is Marcellus Carter at running back. That's the only one I'm trusting. Um, now we go to the Battle of AFC North, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, what Ben Roethlisberger against Case Keenum? What Case Keenum? That's a bummer, and it's uh, it's old man Ben Roethlisberger too. Man. Yes, and Brian Ben Roethlisberger. Um, any fantasy people you're keeping an eye on in this game? Just Cleveland's running backs, and I would. I have Chase Claypool. I'm cool starting him. I think he's been fairly consistent as a flex player. Okay, so I just, I just going like, and then uh, Cleveland. They just got a receiver back um last week um who um had a really nice game. I got to figure his name out. I have on my team. Um, but I got to figure that out, you know, but, um, Cleveland, I mean, like, obviously, um, you're right. I'm trusting, um, Chubb this week at running back. I mean, and the other guy who had a hundred plus yards. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know who you're talking Johnson, about. Johnson, I believe. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, okay. Now let's go from that game to up North to, um, Philadelphia and Detroit. Um, you know, for the this one here, if you have Jalen Hurts, you're starting him with confidence. Um, 
if you have um if you have any Eagles running backs, if Sanders is available, um if he can get back healthy, start him. Um his replacement start him. Um so and then when you look at the Lions, obviously it's Swift and Hawkinson. We talked about that. Um who you're trusting. Right. Um, so we know what's going to happen in that matchup, right? Well, I really like Philly's receivers. I know they are inconsistent, but mm-hmm. against Detroit's secondary, that's also inconsistent. I wouldn't mind starting Rager, yeah. Dante Smith, mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard, if he's going to play. You know, yeah. they have some options. They got some options, so you trust every Eagle. You trust every uh, eagle. The, the, the receiving guys. The receiving those three guys. guys. Okay. I'm not always high on their running backs. If Miles Sanders is going to play, that's different. But if he's not, I would avoid Eagles backs. Okay. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Rams are going to Houston to take time on. Time out, though. Time okay. out. Okay. Do you think, just as you know, Detroiters, does Detroit get their first win this week or no? No. So they're going to go to the bye week. Oh and eight. Yes. Yes. Dear God. Yes, I know. Where I mean, like, this team, this franchise has been cursed since nineteen fifty seven. You know. Yeah. You know that. And you know, they're when are they gonna win they're never gonna win a Super Bowl in our lifetimes. I mean I think they can win a game before the bye week. You think this is the game? You think they're going to beat the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles are not that good, dude. And they, the Lions have got to be desperate. Yes, and they got to do some trick plays. I, well, mm-hmm. maybe. 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 Okay, let's go. The to Eagles the- are not the Rams, though. No, and speaking of the Rams, they play the Texans this week. I mean, oh, are you starting to every Ram this week you have? Oh God, I'd I'd start Sean McVay at coach if I could. Yeah. Yes, you could. Oh yeah. So you're starting every ramp. That's nice because Stafford's no gonna have a big game. I think Henderson's gonna have a big game. I think that um any receiver you have in the Rams lineup, start him. Um, tight end Higby, start him. Um, Houston, Houston's a mess. I mean, like they really don't have that type of fantasy presence that really can impress you. They really don't. No. No, nowhere. Nowhere. I mean, you can't trust Mark Ingram. You can't trust um there's a lot of guys you can't trust. I mean, obviously with the Rams, I mean, but it is what it is. So if you're gonna go with um if you're gonna go with anybody nobody I can't trust with Houston. If you have a Houston Texan on that team, you know, leave him on your bench. I dare you to start Houston's defense. <laughs> that ain't happening. That ain't happening, my friend. You know. You have to be out your mind, huh? Oh, you gotta be out your mind to start them. I mean, like, good grief. I mean, if you if if somebody here started Houston's defense, I would say, what the heck are you doing? Then Hey, the Lions D got two points on him last week. I know the Lions defense got two points, but still, that's the Lions. You know what I mean? It's still the Lions. It wasn't negative though. It wasn't was negative, negative, but you know, but there's always <laughs> A positive, you know what I mean? But I would stay away from any Texan this week. I, I really would stay away from yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And then San Francisco having to go cross country 
to Chicago to take on the Bears. Um, this one's inter an interesting matchup because, you know, it's a 1 o'clock kickoff. San Francisco's traveling cross country. Um, I mean, everybody in Chicago's calling for Nat Matt, Matt Nagy's head right now. Um, you know, especially with the play of Justin Fields. Um, do you think Matt Nagy gets fired after next week? I don't know about after next week. I mean, at this point, it's probably going to be end of the year. He's got to uh, be but... on thin ice, and you know, especially what they did against Tampa. His yeah, offense I mean, has been just anemic. Coach. He's terrible. He's, he's not good. No. No, I mean, like, and um, you know, so when you look at Chicago, I mean, like. You know, where's his offense been? I mean, they really haven't been existed. I mean, they've relied a lot on that Bears defense to carry him. I mean, obviously, you know, that's that's a strength. Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy is the Chicago version of Matt Patricia. That is true. That is true. Matt Patricia came here as a defensive genius, and his defense was pitiful. Terrible. Pitiful. But so, he, but he was Matt Nagy went to Chicago as an old guy, and he's had very bad offense. Yes, he's had really bad. Both very good defenses. Their good defense. defense. Their defense good. is very good. I mean, there's no doubt their defense has been really good. But the problem is here is you don't have a good. Um, the problem is here is your offense. If you can't put points on the board, you're gonna lose games. I mean, like, and obviously when you look at the Bears, you know they haven't put points up, and you know that's why they're struggling. You know what I mean? They don't have the athletes on the you know, the offensive side of the ball to basically match up with basically anybody. So that's a no. big problem. Right. So that's something to keep an eye on. But then on the flip side, San Francisco. I mean, you got Jimmy G at quarterback. I would start Samuel. Would you dare start Brennan Ayuk in this game? Oh, I don't know. No. 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 Okay. Because Samuel start, no. Samuel's the number one option there in San Francisco. Yeah, and he might be the only guy right now I'm trusting. Probably. Um, what about the running back situation with San Francisco? You know, they usually hang their hat on, on running. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the young rookie guy's name? Mitchell? Yeah, Mitchell. Like him. He played well last week, obviously. Uh, he's available. He's not in any league, but, no. you know. But he's a guy I would I would start. Yeah, I, I would. They, they're gonna. He's gonna get his touches, you know. Yeah, he'll get his touches. Um, that's a guy I definitely would trust. Um, you know, I I mean, like Chicago's defense. Would you start him against San Francisco, or are you gonna go somewhere else? Um, it's not a bad play. Okay then. Um, I don't that, mind that play. Okay then, we'll go with what you got. I mean, I'll go with your judgment, Spoon. I'm one and six. I don't know if you want to do that. Ah, sure. Um, then we got the four o'clock games. You got New England at the Chargers. This should be a good game. I mean, like, it should be a really interesting game. I mean, like, um, for fantasy perspective, Austin Eckler's coming back. You got, you got um Justin Herbert back at quarterback. Um, taking on a Patriots team that's just hot and cold. You know what I mean? That's what right. I describe the Patriots. I think uh, Bill Belichick's probably got a few tricks up his sleeve for Herbert. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately, I mean, Chargers should win that game. You know? Eckler, you know what I mean? I mean, you got the 
Would you trust the LA Rams, the Chargers defense in this game against the Patriots? I don't mind it. I don't mind that play either. Mm-hmm. I mean, which guys are you looking at for LA, you know, to do make some noise in that game? Oh man. Well, Herbert's gotta get back on track. Eckler a rough game against Baltimore. Eckler, yeah, absolutely. Um Williams, he's he's scheduled to play, right? Yes. He should play. Uh, He's been very consistent, and Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, those are guys I definitely would trust. You know, yeah, those, I'm cool with that. those are guys I definitely would trust. Um, this week, I mean, that should be a good game. That should be a really entertaining, high-scoring game. I think. Um, you think so? I think it could be high-scoring. You know, what I mean? that could be really high-scoring. Okay. Um, we got nice. we got Urban Meyer taking on um, you got Urban Meyer taking on Pete Carroll this week. Oh God. <laughs> But good college coaching matchup, obviously, but they're yeah, NFL both scumbags from college. Sure. Well, here's the thing: here, you got your quarterback this week, Geno Smith, going up against. Hey, I, I pulled him. You pulled him. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yes, that's why he went with Tua. That's a better move. I, you know, I thought I was gonna get, you know, catch fire with him on Monday night at home. Mm-hmm. No such luck. And you look at Seattle, you know, this team just can't figure things out, obviously. I mean, like, you know, they uh, miss Russell. The defense isn't half bad. No, the defense they isn't. They do miss Russ. Yeah, they miss Russell Wilson. That's the storyline here is, do you think Russell Wilson has a chance to come back and play this week? No. No. Okay. No, I don't. I think he's out for a couple more weeks, isn't he? Mm. And then you look at – on Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence and the former Detroit Lions. That's how I view Jacksonville. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. like. Daryl Bevel, Jones, Agnew. Agnew, yep. I mean, like. But Jacksonville, you know what I mean? Like, um, coming off a confidence booster. Um, you know, when you look at Jacksonville, I mean, like. Besides Lawrence, I don't know. I mean, Robinson's a good play, I think, this week, obviously. We'll get to vaunted. Seahawks defense, I mean, like, that's something that I would trust. I mean, that's something you got to keep a very close eye on. You know what I mean? Yeah, Lawrence has been playing better. I, uh, mm-hmm. Are they traveling to Seattle? It's at Seattle, yep. That's that's a tough matchup for the young QB, but going up against he's the, played uh, in big crowds before. Yes, of course, his days at Clemson. I mean, obviously, you know right. what I mean? He's played in national championship games. Um, right. This is probably going to be the best match for the week. Um, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Um, divisional game. Brady versus Jameis. Um, Kamara versus um, Leonard Fournette. Um, what time is that game? 425 game. All right. Fox, I think. On huh? Fox. Yep. This will be on Fox. Um, there we go. What do, you, what do you see? Do you think this could be a fantasy gold mine in this game? You see it, man. The way the, the way Tampa's rolled, absolutely. Gronk might be back this week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Saints at the Dome after a kind of a slugfest up in Seattle. Yeah, I could see this being a bit of a uh, 28-35 type game. You know. Mm-hmm. And I do see it. You know, what I mean, if you if you have anybody on both these lineups, you're starting with confidence. Uh, yes. You yes, get absolutely. Anybody you're staying away from? Um, 
if anybody would be, I don't know. I, I still like, this is always so up and down. So the receivers uh, mm-hmm. make me nervous in New Orleans, but mm-hmm. I, I think I'd pull the trigger and start them. Okay. I mean, this one's going to be really interesting. I mean, like I expect this to be a really good game between them. Seattle and between them, Tampa between them, Tampa and New Orleans to be a really good game. Um, I expect both quarterbacks to have at least maybe three touch, at least three touchdowns in this game. You know, I do. I can see it. I can see it. Yes. Yep. I mean, I know in Ian, your team is the Saints, so I know that, and it'd be good <laughs> for them to be back in New Orleans, especially in wake of the hurricanes that they've been getting hit by. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and then the other four twenty-five game you got is Washington against. The Broncos. Um, I'm asking myself this is when is Washington going to get a nickname? When are they going to get a nickname? We call them the Washington football team. And a quarterback. (laughs) And a quarterback, yes. They need a quarterback real bad. Um, McIsaac's been pretty good for them at least. You know what I mean? Former Lions, sure. Former Lions, sure, sure. I mean, like, but. And then on Denver's side. Is Teddy Bridgewater yeah. the answer, or do you go to Drew Matt, yeah. or or do you go to um, or do you go to Drew Lock? Drew Lock. That's the big question. Uh, I don't know. I don't think either is the answer, and that's the big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Cordelia Sutton's been the best player for um, for um, Denver. I mean, like obviously, you know. So that's something to really keep a close eye on in that one. I mean. I, any fantasy implications you see in this game? Because I don't see anything would, on Washington. I, I, I would consider their defense. Oh, Washington. Washington's defense. You would consider it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay. And then Denver, you going with Melvin Gordon? I would. I would for sure. Okay. Definitely. And then we have the eight. Had a good year. Yeah. And then we have the eight twenty game. Um, Sunday night football on NBC. You got. Dallas traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Um, you know, Dallas well rested after having a week off. Minnesota. I think did Minnesota play last week? No. No, so both teams are coming off bye weeks. Um right. great quarterback match between Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. Um Dalvin Cook back at running back going against Zeke Elliott. Um the true stars are out in this game. I mean, then you have oh, Cooper yeah. against um Thielen, you have um, the true stars are out in this game. I mean, if there's a matchup for Al Michaels and um, who's that other guy? <laughs> Collinsworth. Yeah. Um, to go to this is a good matchup. I mean, I think this. I think this could be a really high scoring game between Dallas and Minnesota. I mean, especially with how I, I agree with how both teams are. Did you say that was in Mini or in Dallas? It's in a Mini. It's in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. I, I feel mean, like Minnesota's going to need that help of their crowd because Dallas <laughs> is good. They're rolling right now, obviously, the way Dallas is playing. Um, you know, Zeke Elliott's been playing good football. I really like Troy Pollard there at backup running back to Zeke Elliott. Um, their tight end situation, Dalton Schultz has been pretty good. Um, Dak is Dak. Um, Cooper's been playing good football. Um They've gotten a lot of, they've got a lot of contributors on that team. I mean, Mike McCarthy's done a really good job with that Dallas Cowboy team. Um, and then on the flip they side, if they stay healthy, yes. I mean, like they are leading the NFC East right now by I think three games right now. 
You know, they have one loss. Yeah, they got one loss. You know what I mean? They got one loss. So they're they're sneaky in the NFC, man. Yeah, they're sneaky. They're they're a surprise. They're 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 a dark horse team to keep a really close eye on. I mean, obviously, people talk about Tampa Bay in the NFC. Um, you know, Green Bay. You look at um, and then you look at L.A. and um, Arizona out west. I mean, Dallas has really been playing quietly good football. You know what I mean? And that says a lot. And on offense, they have the talent to mm-hmm. to be with those other teams. The defense has been okay. Good. Their defense has been okay. It's been faster. You know, Dan yeah. Quinn came in as the D coordinator, and they've got some speed now. And Trayvon Diggs, I mean, look at him. He's got how many picks? Seven yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then they've, you, been, they've been good. And then you look at on Minnesota's side of things, Dalvin Cook back healthy. I think this will help him coming out the bye week. Kirk Cousins, you know, you got to wonder about his mindset after Michigan-Michigan State this weekend. Um, <laughs> you know? And then, but, you know, um, but I know Kirk Cousins be watching that game with really deep interest in that game. No doubt, baby. Uh, and then you have um, Adam Thielen, who's been playing good football. Um, got to think about Minnesota's other receivers have been playing good as well. I mean, they've been playing really well. So when you look at the Vikings, I mean, I think this is going to be a good game. I really do. You know what I mean? I really do. I agree. I mean, like, so it'll be really interesting to keep a real close eye on in that game between Minnesota and um, and, um, Dallas. It'll be a good game. I mean, like, Minnesota wearing the purple, Dallas in the white. You know what I mean? So really interesting. Do you ever think Dallas will ever go back to the – will ever wear blue? You know what I mean? For a – for a game, I know they've worn blue a couple times this year, but you know, a lot of people look at the Cowboys, well known for their white uniforms. Right, they wear white at home a lot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, they go to their dark blue once in a while. Yeah, and then you have the uh, Monday night game. Obviously, you have um the New York Giants going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. I mean, both these teams. You know what I mean? Like the Giants have been just throttled by injuries. Um, you look at obviously with um, you know, you look at is possibility. I've been hearing a lot about Saquon Barkley possibly coming back this week. Um, and then you have Daniel Jones at quarterback. Um, Shepard, you don't know if he's come back or not. Um, on the Giants side, the injury bug has really killed this team. But Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley's supposed to be back. That's a huge deal for um, that's a huge deal for um New York if he does come back. Oh yeah, I mean he is—he's their offense right now without their receivers. Shepard, mm-hmm. Slayton's been out. Um, Galladay's been Slayton. out. Galladay's been out. You know, so yeah, that, they, so, need, they need Barkley. Yeah, they need Barkley back, and I've been hearing rumors he could be back this week. So if you have Saquon Barkley, start him with confidence. Um, and then on the flip side, Kansas City. You know, I talked to my father about this because he's got Mahomes and the Cheetah. Um, just where was this team last week, you know, against Tennessee? I mean, like, we don't know what's going on here with Kansas City. I mean, we don't know what's going on here, you know? Right. I think it's a get-right game for Kansas City, to be honest. Yeah. We start every, we start Mahomes, we start the Cheetah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you starting him this week? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, any, I think um, it was a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. Any... Anybody, any dark horse players to starting this week, or, um, or any um, anybody leaving the bench? Who's your um, Ian Weatherspoon? Who's your um, who is your um, 
who is your main pick, you know, to start this week with confidence? Who will you start with confidence and who you who you say, you know what, bench him? What are your main players? So I'm going to give you an underrated guy, and I mentioned him earlier with Cleveland. Uh, Johnson, their backup running back. Okay. With Kareem Hunt out. Even though you have Chubb in, mm-hmm. they, they cycle through their backs. Uh, I would play him still with confidence. Somebody I'm sitting, oh, man, and somebody that I guess I have been starting and is, you know, good, not mm-hmm. great, but uh, Noah Fant. Okay. Denver Broncos. I wouldn't mind leaving him on the bench this week. You think Washington. you think a fat going against Washington? You know what I mean. Keep him out of the lineup. Um, my is a bit is a somewhat bigger name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. My starters obviously. Um, my must start Jalen Hurts. Um, I would start him. Um, mm-hmm. against the Lions, of course. You know he's playing the Lions mm-hmm. of all teams. And then the guy mm-hmm. I'm benching is um the guy I'm benching is. My goodness gracious, my brain's been all messed up today. Um, I would start. Um, you know, I would bench. Um, goodness. Um, I to be honest, with you, I think this would be crazy. I'd bench Tua because I don't know if I trust him against Buffalo. Yeah. Um, because um, because Buffalo we know has got a very good defense. Um, they're back at healthy. Buffalo. It's at Buffalo. Um. I don't know what you're gonna get out of Tua, and I think that's the big problem. Is if I you're know. gonna get, if you're gonna, I mean, like, you know. So, I would start Tua with danger, but I'm not confident in Tua. That's why I'm saying, keep him on your bench. You know what I mean? Keep him on your bench. So yeah, if, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm starting you. I know you are. Um, before we let you go in, um, obviously, let's talk a little bit Michigan, Michigan State this weekend college football. Um, six ranked team, six versus eight or six versus seven. Technically, um, you got both college game day and Fox, um, big Fox noon Sunday going to be at East Lansing. I mean, like, is there any excitement? You know, you can't be, you know, this is exciting for the state of Michigan. This is so exciting. You know, it's as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets. Um, we'll, Jim Harbaugh is going to have to throw in this game against Michigan State, obviously, um, because Michigan State's got a really good run defense. Um, Mel Tucker, we know about Kenneth Walker. We know about Jalen Reed, Speedy Naylor, um, you know, and then um, Trey Mosley's been really good at wide receiver. Um, so I'm curious to see, Ian, when you look at this game, this game being a battle in the trenches, obviously. Now, I think you hit on it with, you know, Michigan's going to have to defend the pass, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to take out Walker. You know, they're just going to take him out, much like Indiana did. Mm-hmm. So Peyton Thorne and the receivers are going to have to prove they can move the ball that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because really, aside from Walker, the, the state running game has not been all that awesome. They don't have two backs like Michigan does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think if Michigan uh, State can move the ball via Peyton Thorne's arm, it's gonna be a long day for Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't trust their secondary at all. I don't trust Michigan's secondary at all. Well, they're they're okay. I think they're okay. Yeah, um, but last year's secondary was awful. It was. I think they've improved. They've improved all over. You know, they they 
kind of remind me of Dallas mm-hmm. in that way. Um, they just seem faster. They seem just overall more improved. Their offense is not. No. I mean, they rely on their backs. Corman, uh, what's his name? Haskins. Yeah, Haskins and um, yeah. The problem I look so, at with Michigan is the problem I look at with Michigan is. McNamara has not been able to throw. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't really seen him throw. You know what I mean? Whereas they've relied on the, um, was it McCaffrey? Was it, what is it? The, the backup. The backup. I mean, like, yeah, I can't think of his name either. Yeah. I mean, like, so that's something you got to look at, obviously. So, who are you going with, Ian, in this game? Who are you going with? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. The Indiana game scared me a little bit with State. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have a feeling Michigan's going to win by like a field goal. I think Michigan State wins by three touchdowns. By what? Three touchdowns. <laughs> because I don't trust that Michigan defense hasn't been tested as much. You know what I mean? Whereas Michigan State's been tested. Um, yeah. I just think that Michigan State's going to um. Find a way defensively. I think the run defense is going to shut down um, the Michigan running game, force them to throw. I, I just don't think they can throw it as consistently. Whereas with Michigan State, obviously, you got you got Peyton Thorne who's been playing really good football. Um, I think I think this is a big game for um, I think it's a big game for um, Jalen Reed. I really do because last season, um, Ricky White actually burned Michigan in the secondary. So when you right. look at the receiving core. You know, Speedy Naylor, Trey Mosley, and then you have, um, and then of course, Jaden Reed. I mean, like, those are the three guys you're going to need in this game. I mean, like, because Michigan's going to focus a lot on shutting down Kenneth Walker. Now, let's not forget, mm-hmm. Walker can be a passing threat as well, obviously. So that's mm-hmm. something to keep a very close eye on as well. So we'll see what happens going forward in this one. But I got Michigan State comfortably by three touchdowns in East Lansing. Sam. Sam, if State wins by three touchdowns, that means everyone had a good day mm-hmm. for State. And I think that would catapult Walker firmly into the Heisman conversation. Absolutely. State into the top five discussion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, like, even though then I'll make that, that would be crazy. I'll make that game Ohio State even more crazier, you know, when, Ohio, when they got to go down to Columbus, you know what I mean, play Ohio State. I just can't see. I don't think these two teams are three touchdowns apart. We'll see what happens. I, mean, I think we'll they're too similar. We'll see what happens, Ian. Um, we will. It'll be a classic, I hope. It will be a classic. Um, okay, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Wish everybody, thank you, Ian Weatherspoon, for calling in. Um, see you on BT later on. Um, obviously, um, we're going to keep obviously your fancy lineups. Make sure you start them with confidence. I mean, like, you know, so we'll see what happens going forward. Um, we will see you next week, everybody. Recapping our scores and everything. So keep an eye on the um, keep an eye on the um, on the pod here. Um, if you have if you are confused, you know what I mean. Feel free to um, feel free to um, listen to this podcast and give you your best of, we'll give you your best advice. All right, Ian. Thank you really much, fans. Mm-hmm. I'll take care. I'll see you later on. Um, take care, all everybody, right. and see you all later. And God bless everybody. Take care and see you next week, everybody. Adios. Adios.